Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons. A game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. The sound levels have been balanced, whether they want it to be or not. Yay! Adam playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp. <laughs> I already know we're going to hear so much Darcy whispering like behind Andy's audience. I know, right? <laughs> There's a lot of Darcy. <laughs> I love it. Hi, everyone. Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. And Darcy playing the Tiefling Cleric Hakari. Toss a coin to your Burbage, cause he loves money, cause he loves money, oh. <laughs> I have no idea where that's from, because I don't follow anything like that. Really? Nothing. Really? Nothing like that? I mean, I, I don't. Any witchmen? <laughs> you toss a dime at your witchmen? <laughs> Throw a dime at Anyway. Oh, gosh. Um, well, hey, welcome. Inside jokes. Beautiful. All right. I think I'm ready for tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. Smooth. <laughs> oh god. Why can't I see anything? Why can't anyone see anything? I can. Ooh. It's not a philosophical I question. Can. You might need to scroll. No, okay. Sorry, dark. anything was hyperbole. I can see the glowing orbs and I can see my thing and I can't see anything around my thing. Is that how it's supposed Good. to be? I'm just double checking. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. That is great. That is That's good. awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. Previously on Goats and Dragons, the fates of Rin. Leaving Cliffmill behind, the family had set off for where they believed they may find a person named Israk Devere. And after a couple of weeks on the seas, getting to know the new crew and serving as a few key members uh, yourselves, you began to notice the crew's morale waxing and waning on the ship. You had started to notice that uh, Hikari began drinking much more heavily again. Uh, and as you approached the large red cliffs of Wadaven and the further out to sea black cliffs, miles off the coast, something strange was happening in the oddly formed bay between the black sliver cliffs and the red rocks. Other ships reported uh, boats being attacked as they were anchored. 
Uh, and because of this, you and the crew of the readied sails keep circling the bay as you took a small skiff to the Black Sliver Cliffs. And following the opposite of the directions to Devere, you had come across a cave system newly filled with small pools of lava, out of which two gigantic hydra emerged. Luckily, you made short work of these creatures and even discovered a small earthen elemental creature that, with long hair that seemed to be looking for something and had led on that someone fairly recently had come through here as well. After that thing disappeared and the hydras were defeated, you made your way winding through the lava and the caves to the very end. And when you touch the pack on the wall, as the instructions suggested, you all were surrounded by a brilliant white, all-encompassing light. Now, you notice first the freezing temperature, a cold you've never quite experienced. The fierce wind and snow hits your face and you have a hard time catching your breath as your lungs and throat immediately feel a subtle pinching feeling. The blinding white light of the cave gives way to an oppressive darkness. It is nighttime. There is no light but the soft moonlight illuminating the thick snow and choppy waves beyond this iceberg. You are now positioned in the center of an iceberg that raises up 20-some feet out of the dark waters below. Several large pieces of ice float and nearly cling to the side of this in the water. And even in the dark, you notice fine, thin protuberances? Protuberances. Protuberances. I don't say that word a lot. Atop which... Are set five <laughs> floating spheres glowing faintly in the dark. Besides the two foot thick snow that you've already sunk into, there is nothing else on this sheet of ice that you notice. Ladies and gentlemen, what is it you would like to do? You guys, there's snow. I love snow. Also, I can't really see much. Um, so that's the thing. Very true. Besides the orbs giving off a very soft light, uh, it is very dark. Uh, only starlight, basically, in the sky. The winds are howling. The snow is thick. What do we do? You can see more because I'm a tiefling, right? Uh, a little bit more. Yeah, you should have dark vision here. Um, I think everybody but me should be able to see like everyone okay. else's tokens. I think I'm the only one without dark vision. Okay, Urban doesn't have it, right? Oh, yeah, no, halflings don't have it either. Yeah. That's half, weird. Half and half. <clears throat> um. Okay, well, we'll just stumble around lost. Do I feel like I could create bonfire? on the ground? Uh, you could certainly try. Yeah, go ahead and cast the spell. And, uh, and as you 
reach your hand out and create the uh, fire. Uh, go ahead and indicate what space you'd like that in. We're kind of equidistant from the orbs. We're farthest from this lower right corner one. Mm-hmm. So, there. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'll give that a little bit of, a little bit of light. There we go. That should uh, light us up a tiny bit there. You now have a, a bonfire that is giving off a decent amount of heat. Uh, the snow that's coming down on it, you hear kind of sizzle and uh, 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 steam mixed with uh, the kind of magical smoke from this floating bonfire. It melts the snow underneath it. Um, and actually, Burbage, as you're kind of standing there, uh, give me a perception check. Sure thing. Twenty-six. Very nice. Very nice. Um, as the snow kind of melts away, uh, you see something kind of shiny underneath um, the snow, uh, and the snow is two feet, so it's it's coming up to almost your chest, Burbage. <laughs> at this point, Burbage, do you need a lift? <laughs> Yeah, I could use a lift, Stormbringer. Thank you. I'll pick him up and put him on my shoulders. Oh, that's that's better. Uh, it was dark. Now it's a bit lighter. Thank you, Charity. It is very cold here. Are we supposed to be here? Was that supposed to happen? And also, Andy. Um, yes. Does Burbage does Burbage feel like he is like like either or both his ring? His ring of warmth and or his sweater from Stormbringer are, like, keeping him warm. Uh, The sweater a tiny bit, as a sweater would. Um, (laughs) But your ring of warmth, actually, you could feel it. Um, It's it's. It's weird. It's almost the opposite of like a hot tub in the in the cold air. It's like your insides feel really, really warm. well, kind of the outside then feels really hot, uh, cold, if that mm. makes sense. Cool, yeah. cool. All right. Interesting. Um, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you, Stormbringer. Um, I saw something shiny down there before you picked me up. Does somebody want to reach down and see what it is? Did you say it's something that's kind of like protuberancing? It, it's No, that's... It's uh, buried. It's buried about a foot down in the snow, uh, and it's only uncovered because of the uh, fire itself has melted a decent amount of the snow. Um, and Hakari, as you as you step there, um, you feel it's, it's you're kind of standing on like a rock almost. Um, it's like really really hard in the snow. Um, so, which is kind of a weird because it's an iceberg. There's not really rocks on it. Or earth, or anything like that. Um, I'm gonna kneel down and start digging a little bit. Okay. We should be yeah. cautious. The notes mentioned that Israk Devere was incredibly paranoid, and I believe also mentioned something about his liking to tinker with clockworks. This sounds like the sort of person who would make a trap. Ah, what just happened? Uh, Hakari, you uncover a. <laughs> Dead body? Suit of armor? Oh. <laughs> and a, filled with a dead body. Oh, it okay. It is fairly well preserved. It is a wood elf. 
only entirely (laughs) frozen. All right. I, I feel I feel like you find a suit of armor filled with a dead body is kind of burying the lead. <laughs> maybe a little, maybe a little. I will it, I mean it's frozen solid is it under ice? Uh not quite. It's it's just uh, the ice is basically covering it like in kind of a thin layer. Do I have anything with me or does anyone have anything with them that I could like maybe Pickaxe a little bit at it. Chip away. I mean, your sword, I suppose. Or do you have anything in your... Do you have any hammers and pythons, perhaps? I doubt Hikari carries I have a fire sword. Also true. So would that, like, melt it, kind of? Yeah, you can give that a try. Can I use... Stormbringer, can I use your sword? Yeah, go ahead. I'll have it. Somehow... Like, will it work for me? Uh, Or Stormbringer? Yeah, I don't think it requires attunement. No, it doesn't. Um, you just sort of light up, yeah, you light up this sword. Do you like in Game of Thrones where you're like, with the <laughs> yeah. fire, what are they called? Those fire priests or whatever? They're yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> exactly. With their hand. Yep. And you you take the blade down to the frozen dead guy. Okay. And it begins to melt a little bit of okay. the ice. Yeah. So you are basically uncovering this guy pretty well. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm doing. Has anyone else noticed that Hakari has been asking to borrow our swords a lot more frequently in the last hour? (laughs) I mean, I think she's had pretty legit reasons both times, and I'm not sure this is the time to to be shouty about that. Just an observation. I'm ignoring them. I'm just concentrating on what I'm doing. Concentrating, yeah. It takes takes a couple minutes, maybe, but yeah, you unice this guy. You uncover him. And ice him. Yeah. I'm probably looking, though not necessarily getting any closer to the orbs. Okay. And seeing what I... Because you... One, my dark yeah. vision extends out past them, and then especially with them casting some light themselves. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you sort of first, just from where you are, notice the colors. One's red, one's kind of brown, uh, one is blue yellow, and then one looks sort of pure white. I was going to say, do I notice the colors, Andy? Do I? Galway? Not (laughs) Not Galway. Charity does. Is Charity colorblind? No. I didn't think so. Yeah, Charity gets it. Yeah, so that's sort of what you noticed so far. Do you want to kind of go up to one? You said that there is a protuberance? Yes. And yeah, there's like an iron spike, and then about a three or four inch gap, and of nothingness. Okay, and so then so they are legitimately floating, floating above yes. this other thing. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, does this uh, arrangement seem significant to charity at all? Um, give me an arcana check about that. First, guidance. Guidance, a spell that you should use on yourself or your friends to make you better at stuff. Use it early, use it often. 14, all right. Oh, 15, all right. I was like, we just Um, did the spot for guidance. This is difficult, you... You feel that each of these orbs is magical. Um, 
and from this distance, you can tell there's kind of a marbling kind of effect uh, in the, the 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 spheres themselves. Uh, it's not a pure red or a blue or a yellow. It's it's marbled just a little bit, swirled just a little bit. Um, it glows a tiny bit. It's hovering. All of these things indicate uh, a magic to a certain extent. But you can tell with that arcana that each one feels slightly different in its magic, meaning each one might do kind of a separate thing, is what you believe. Does that kind of all? Yeah. Does that uh, change, if I can tell, feel more like a difference in element or a difference in school? Um, neither, yeah, you can't quite tell either of those from it because it feels like a very similar kind of magic, though the effects feel different, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, maybe we can check on the elf body. Yeah, Andy, with yeah. Hikari's digging, yeah. is there kind of some space down there now where Burbage could like stand and not be enveloped by snow? Uh, a little bit. You'd be kind of standing on the body, <laughs> but at that point, you'd be next to the fire and not enveloped in snow. The wind wouldn't be hitting you um, quite as briskly in the face. I mean, I guess Burbage's tr- would be would heed Charity's suggestion of being cautious and would either ask to be lowered down again by Stormbringer or ask Stormbringer to like lean down so that he could get a good look at the body and do like a, a like a check for um like I guess a standard investigation check. Uh sure, yeah, you kinda looty like searching the body itself. Go for it. Searching the body, but also searching for anything like any kind of traps, any kind of trap sure. that uh-huh. the body might have triggered or, or not yet triggered more relevantly for yeah. us. No, I 100% get it. Yeah. Um, give me an investigation then, too. Yeah, Lena, will, you, will Stormbringer Yeah, assist? Stormbringer will hold you down, like, over it and in front of it, like, just, like, leaning your face real close to it. It would be funny but if you're just dangling you me, dangling me yeah. by my feet, like a Mission yeah. Impossible situation. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, and as they're doing this, Hikardi uh, and Charity, you guys are just miserable. Uh, this ice, cold and ice just is incredibly uncomfortable. That's why I moved closer to the fire earlier, and that's why I was Certainly. standing on the body. <laughs> I get you. I, I rolled a 13 investigation, but I'm wondering if we yeah. could say that Charity um, would have offered me guidance. Like, that makes sense. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly would have if it looked like you were going to investigate the thing. Yeah. So plus Ooh. four, that's a seventeen. Seventeen. Check. Very good. Yeah. Um, with a seventeen, uh, you see a um, a finely uh, wrought elven sword at his side. Um, you you with the help of Hakari's melting, uh, you can remove it from its scabbard just a little bit, and the the blade itself is, um. It is is curved just just barely and slightly so that it it looks a, a slight bit leaf shaped. Um, it, it's quite beautiful. There's some elven runes inlaid in it. Um, there is a a, a pack uh, kind of underneath this person, um, and you kind of are searching through it as best you can. There's really nothing of value at this point. 
Um, there's no rations. There's no, um, I mean, there's some like ball bearings and, you know, a hammer and some pythons and some adventuring gear, but nothing really of value that you don't have. Uh, and then you're searching kind of the body itself. You don't see any traps. You do find a, a sort of hastily written letter in its gauntlet that it's, cra- that it's uh, grasping. And the letter seems to be made out to Israq Devere and then just a string of cuss words <laughs> in several different languages, including Elven, ha- Halfling, Common, and Dwarvish. But as soon as Burbage takes the sword out, yeah. I sarcastically am like, can I borrow that for a minute, Burbage? <laughs> you know, I didn't specify that he did take it out, but just to make your moment good, I'll say that he did. Well done. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like sarcasm. Charity will sort of nod. Fair. Fair. Um, can I... Can I lean down and while sort of uh, Burbage is looking through his things? Yeah. Um, try to see what might have killed this man? Yeah, sure. Give me a medicine check then. I'm going to have guidance to myself before Beautiful. I Beautiful. I get you. All right. So, Charity, yeah, with your many years of medical training, um, and this body being very well preserved, you have, uh, yeah, you, you were searching it. There are no puncture wounds, um, no slashes across it. The armor is very well intact. This person looks to have died of the elements, which, oh, nice. in your opinion, probably only took a few days, a week, maybe. Well, fuck. Um, the good news is, I don't think he died from a trap on this place. That is good news. The bad news is this place itself might be a giant trap as a freezer to kill people. It's just a nice snowy place. Also, wait, like, how long would he have to be here to freeze to death? A shorter time than you'd imagine. A few days. Okay, well, he sounds weak, but that's not his fault. But, like, why did he just stay here? Well, that's going to bring us to what I imagine is the next point. How do we get out of here? Charity's gonna sort of stop. How is everyone doing? We just had to fight several large hydras. Should we take a moment? Take a, take a, a short rest while we think <laughs> about things? I think that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Have a snack? Of course, you can. Wait, wait. Before we do that, or after we do it, I have an idea. <laughs> Maybe, all right, <laughs> yeah. I, Burbage Kemp, am thinking better of it, and I say, yes, let's do a short <laughs> rest before I initiate you this try idea something? I had. I just gotta yeah. say, you're making me real nervous, Adam. <laughs> um, I just made the right decision. You 100% did. Should not make you nervous. It should be the opposite. You should be oh, okay. proud of me. And no, I feel like all proud. you've done is you've made the right decision in terms of you've mitigated damage. Um, <laughs> as, you, as we sort of sit down to rest, probably nearish the fire, 
Um, yes. You're going to see uh, Charity focus for a second, and um, some of the little spurts of silver flame will sort of uh, solidify, and you recognize, all of the members of the family would recognize this as he's um, turning raw magical energy back into a spell slot. Um, so I've spent six sorcery points in order to uh, pr- reproduce a fifth level spell. Right, reproduce a fifth level spell slot. And then you're going to briefly see a glimmering image of like an angel in his hand and he's going to sort of crush that and then the glow will flow up his arm. Uh, and I just turned a fourth level spell slot into four sorcery points. Ah. Beautiful, I love it. Charity, did you just kill a little angel? <laughs> did you just create? I think it should be fairly. I think at this point it should be fairly clear that our mission in life is to kill a rather large angel. Oh yeah, so you're just practicing with fond thoughts. Nice, so, nice. yeah. Do we know what Israk Devere looked like? Could he be this guy that's like frozen? Uh, you do know he was elven. Yeah. That's what I was worried about. Um, do we know which type of elf? You don't. Uh, uh, probably in the chapter on Israel Devere, would have mentioned he's a high elf. Okay. Um, from also, this was a wood elf, the, right? Yeah. yeah, not a wood elf. It, it also might have felt a little bit odd. And we also know he was a druid, and this guy's wearing, like, metal armor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that wouldn't quite and scan. There's a lot of cuss words directed at Israel Devere. I was going to say, and wrote a letter to Israel Devere with a lot of obscenities. So probably okay, not. Okay, like, him. to be fair, if that was like the only thing, Israel Devere does sound fucking insane. So, you know, fair you enough. never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thought the letter maybe could have been he got it and was carried it around. No, That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and Charity. So we're short resting? Yeah, yes. Charity, like, uh, basically outside of five or ten feet of the fire um, is just so uncomfortable that you would not be able to take a short rest just because you're kind of on the edge of the ten feet there. Yeah, yeah. I was planning to stay in at about that range. Yeah, cool. And then um, Stormbringer and Burbage, you guys are doing okay. It's uncomfortable, but um, even for you guys, but it's it's bearable. Um and then, yeah, Kari and Charity, you guys. Yeah, I'm as close to the fire difficult. as I possibly can. I would yeah. like to remind you that I am mountain-born. So I am acclimated to high altitude, and yeah. I'm naturally adapted to cold climates, as described in Chapter 5 of the Dungeon 100%. Master's Guide, which I've never read. <laughs> yes, and I'm telling you, you are uncomfortable here. <laughs> wow. This cool. is not a mountaintop. Uh, which you are very well acclimated toward. This is bad. So, Charity, as we sort of sit at the fire, the orbs are magic of some kind. They're all... And, Andy, uh, butt in if this seems like... I'm I'm trying to accurately represent what you said in original uh terms, but... Please, um, like They all have a similar effect but they're all of slightly different types or kinds yes i don't know what they do yeah good yeah exactly exactly that they they all sort of seem to have the same kind of spell almost cast on them doing something slightly different yeah i didn't 
investigate any of them very closely. I figured it would be best to get a little bit of energy up first, but there doesn't seem to be much here except for these, and these certainly don't seem to be here by accident, so likely if there's a way off of this ice, not even a rock, it'll be through them. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's a good idea, Charity. Let's let's just take a little break. And Burbage will kind of look around and he'll take a seat on the dead elf. Okay. Yeah. And then he'll and then he'll kind of he'll kind of like shift a little bit and he'll pat he'll pat the spot next to him and be like, "Hey, Akari, come sit next to me. There's plenty of room on this dead elf." <laughs> okay. This is nice, though, isn't it, you guys? There's the snow and no other living creatures, as far as we know, for miles and miles. Just just the family. We're so... This is perfect. We should... I mean, why would... This is great. Why would we want to leave? As Stormbringer says that, you hear a... That's a weird noise. I didn't know Ice made that noise. (laughs) Somewhere kind of to the north Mm. of you. Uh... I think maybe the ice is just shifting. Did that sound familiar to us? It sounded a, a bit... A few of you who've been in the woods enough know the sound of kind of a bear's growl or bellow. It sounded a bit like that. Only that's ridiculous. You are literally on an iceberg, and you cannot see land beyond it. I'm uh, sure this bodes so well. Anyway, <laughs> so nice here. Um, this hey, is Akari. Darcy... Oh, yeah. Yeah, ask ask your question, Hakari. No, um, Darcy so has a question. So this is Darcy? Yeah. Um, do you get spell slots back after a short rest? Depending uh, on the spell? Clerics don't. <laughs> uh, some others do. Like okay. warlocks. But, uh, good question. Um, okay, so as you're taking a short rest, you've rested a little bit here. If anyone wants to do any hit dice, that's fine. And also, you have made it to level 12. Yay. So if we're leveling, do we still need to do hit dice to regain any we lost, or will we get the HP from the level? You will get only the HP you gain from the level. Okay, so, then so I do want to use, like, two hit dice. Okay. Let's uh, let's maybe roll um, hit dice first. Yeah, that's probably and, the easiest. Get or, the sorry, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hit points first, I meant. Uh, just oh, in case okay. in case that changes, maybe you don't want to use hit dice or something like that. And remember, um, you recoup half your hit dice rounded up on a long rest. Yeah. Yeah. And so feel free to use it. So, and, it's, and it's nighttime. Um, yeah. So yeah, who'd like to go first? I'll go first. I'm a d12. Okay. Um, I'm taking mine. I rolled back. Okay. Oh my gosh. Don't forget to add your constitution modifier to that, and that is your thank you. Up, that ups your maximum hit points. What's mine? Yours is a D eight, Hakari. Okay. Oh, it's a not rolling six. for me. Yeah, it's on the other side. Out of eight, uh, I will take that. Okay. Add your constitution modifier, and that is added then your maximum hit points. And then uh, cool. Galway. I will. Or yeah, Galway. Burbish. Burbish. Go. I'll go yeah, next. The D eight. A six, I will take mine. All right. And charity with a D six. 
two. Yours? Apparently it rolled a two and it didn't roll on my screen. Oh, six. Jesus. <laughs> Very nice. And to reiterate the question that I'd asked just for people to be clear on it, we add the amount that we've just gained from leveling to both our hit point yeah. maximum and our current hit points, correct? 100%. Yes. Uh -huh. It's like the yeah. seven I just added goes on both. So that it's not like you now need to use a hit die if you were full. But right. do we have temporary hit points from charity? Not technically temporary, but you have the they are full hit ones. Yeah. Well, and yeah, you need I, to start but, tracking those separately because he's going to start doing actual temporary hit points. Which I track them into temporaries, though. It's fine. No, we'll, yeah, we'll get okay, you set cool. when that comes to that. Um, I this is like a stupid nitpicky question. It doesn't actually really matter. But okay. do we also have all of our twelve hit dice or just eleven hit dice? Uh, you, unless you've used them, you probably have all twelve. Yeah. I'm so we gain that one as soon as we level. We don't oh, have to yes, long yes. We've and gained we've gained everything gain, from leveling to twelve. So yeah. we gain increased tracked resources if my rage goes up one right. more. Okay. Spell slots. It, anything. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, I still do want to use hit dice. I'm trying to figure out how many I want to use. Cool. I think I will use two hit dice for my short rest. Can I do that? Yeah. I don't. We don't short rest enough. I, I always forget. So I just click hit dice in the middle of my character sheet twice. Yeah, as many as many as yeah. you want. Yeah. Probably. Just make sure that it's not rolling a d4. Cool. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw that it was set to d4 I and I changed yeah. it to be d8. Yeah, or the roll twenty update for some reason set them all to d fours. I don't know why. Nobody has a, has a d four hit dice. 14, 14 hit points recovered for Burbage. I'm gonna roll three hit dice. Jesus Christ! Your was, pawn it mod. was way fucking overkill, but that was like the men I had to roll to get to max HP. If I rolled men on each one, so yeah, right. And with this rest has. Charity's aid amounts to us changed? No. They were the same since before the Hydras, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Okay, I'm good with all my management stuff. Great. And I am taking, so I'm taking, we talked about this, but I'm taking the second chance feat and I will raise my dexterity to 19. I'm going to hit 20 by the end of this campaign. Unless I die tonight. <laughs> as as you're getting warm around the fire, um, Stormbringer, you've brought out the the glaive from the Oni. Um, and everyone's watching you, and they they notice that it's still, it's still like a little too heavy for you to wield super easily. But it's almost as if you've now learned to use that weight to make really intense strikes with it. You are now more flowing with the weapon rather than trying to just brute force strength it. Um, so your training with this weapon has really paid off and you uh, you feel really good about being able to use that. Guys, look at what I can do. I'm gonna swing it around kind of you know, wildly, but in control. Yeah. Uh, not to be super outdone, Kari takes out her longsword, um, sort of spins it uh, on her on her wrist above her head, catches it again, and whips it around and back into its sheath. Um, 
seems like she too has been quite practicing uh, on the boat these last few weeks. That's cool too, Hakari. You've you've got good um good blade work with your hands. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was pretty cool, Hakari. You know, while we're here sitting on an iceberg on top of a dead elf. I know, isn't it nice? <laughs> yeah, it's really nice, Stormbringer. I just wanted to say, Hakari, again, sorry for getting all weird about Bright Fang earlier. Been feeling kind of strange ever since the crew responded so strangely to me, you know, yanking it out. Wow. You know, uh, drawing it, drawing my soul, drawing Bright Fang. And so, yeah, just been in a weird mood pretty much for the last 20 years. And I'm sorry for taking it out on you. <laughs> He's 100 now. <laughs> I just sense. like, for the last 20 years, like, how would we be able to tell then that the mood was weird? <laughs> and so I just wanted, you know, I hope I didn't, you know, hurt your feelings or endanger the relationship that we've built so far during our time knowing each other. I, I'm fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> oh, that's good. Great to hear. All right. I feel shortly rested. How about you guys? I feel great. Charity is playing with the dice that uh, Aideen, uh gave him, and he's sort of rolling them across his fingers. Um, and they sort of keep, as they roll, keep coming up in winning combinations. Um, for dragon dice, and sort of <laughs> he's like, since you all brought me back, I've had clarity that I've never had before on how fortunate, how lucky I've been to have met each of you, to be able to call each of you family. And I know that now we're, well, I have no idea where we are, actually, but I know we're out of the way of where we thought we were going to be, but thank you for bringing me back. Thank you for supporting each other, Burbage. Thank you for apologizing. We are family. We have many things to do. Many of them seem to involve preventing the world from being consumed entirely in Hellfire. But all of them are important. You supported me. You brought me back because I want to be here and I want to be here with you. I want to travel with each of you. I want to find this crazy-ass elf and ask some very unpleasant questions because I'm freezing. It's not that cold. I want to find your sister, Stormbringer, and Dawn Protector. Yeah. And bring what comfort we can. Burbage, I, we sort of resolved Diefield partially, so I guess the quest is to get you laid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really entirely sure. And Hakari, we will find your necklace. I will burn whatever I need to to make it happen. Because that's what family means. 
cool. Burning things. When you're me, yes. Wow. That is just a necklace, so maybe we discriminate a bit about what we burn for it. <laughs> Everything. Hey, you need like tips on getting laid, Burbage. You just gotta you gotta arm wrestle the ladies and impress them with your strength, and then they they really like you because you're nice and you arm wrestled them. Hey, Stormburger, in case you haven't noticed, I'm not attracted to ladies. <laughs> oh. Unless they're boat ladies. In my experience, boat ladies get me right where it, where it hits. Get me right where I it hits. I hadn't noticed. But I think it works with guys, too. I just don't, I don't usually have sex with men at all, ever. But I think it would probably work the same. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I'll try to arm wrestle people more. Totally, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll do that. All yeah. right, but here, here, Charity... Excellent. I completely agree with you, and I appreciate what you've shared. Um, and I agree that we, there are many things to do. First item on the agenda, let's take a vote. I say we start calling Charity Clarity. Um, because he said that he had found some clarity. It's obvious, right? We're going to check Clarity? Charity, are you into that? No. Uh -oh. All right. We don't Can have to we do play that. Chair Claire? <laughs> oh my gosh. Chair Claire. Kari, as as they're doing this, yeah. You're you're kind of watching these these three sort of uh, I mean they're just joking around, they're bonding again. It's it's actually kind of a nice time around the fire. And you sort of kind of take a deep breath and calm yourself a little bit and your gaze averts from them. And you're looking up now. Uh-huh. And the sky is filled with stars, but they're they they look funny. Okay, how do they look funny? They the sky is filled with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was too funny. Lena, so Lena just wrote in Discord. The sky looks like spiders. spiders. <laughs> no, it's filled with stars. Um, you don't recognize the constellations in the sky right now. Oh, nice. Um, if you really kind of want to look harder at it, yeah. uh, you can give me a survival check. Okay. Um, and then the rest of you kind of notice Sakari sort of looking up with a, a bit of a puzzled look on her if face. If she's looking focused on something, I'll probably cast guidance on her. Okay, yeah, sure. So I roll a d4 then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a 12. A 12 plus a 113. Mm. Um, mm. You think you do recognize a few of the constellations, but they are much further south in the sky. Okay. The ones you see above you, you've hardly ever seen before. It It's almost as if you are looking up from an angle on this globe that you've never been to, never been close to. So I'm in the same world. I'm just somewhere. If you had to guess, you are three or four times more north than you've ever been. Okay. Would I know what they say is up there? Would I know it's like ice or? It's cold. No one lives up here. Okay. If you are really up here. Okay. If that's... Yeah. 
I mean, it's it, and of course it hits you too. You were it was daylight when you went into the caves. Yeah, it, you were only in there an hour at the most. It definitely shouldn't be in the middle of the night, and yet there is. There's maybe a moon behind the clouds, f- further south. No sun, and we Do don't I feel mean- like a lot of time has passed. You definitely don't. No. Yeah. Would I know if there's any land up where we probably are? You've never heard stories. Yeah. Of something. I, so no, like I've never heard stories of people living there, land. Or- right. You've you've been to the northernmost area of mm-hmm. Banya, which okay. is called a, a land called Farnor. And yeah, well, there yeah. you go. And Farnor is the furthest northeast that you've even known people existed. Okay. And this is completely different than that. Um. So I think we're so north, we're almost off the map, because the stars are telling me that. The stars are talking to you. Yes, they do. Oh. Wow. And they're telling me in their little star language that uh, (laughs) we are very far north. Like, I don't even know if there's land. I've never heard of. We're probably way past. What is it? Far north? Yeah. Far north. I've never been here. Wow. Further north than far north. And when I say you've never been here. You have never had a life in this existence of Hakari that has ever been here. Okay. It's not just like in the last few years or okay. something. It's like she can feel, I have never seen this. The sheer novelty yes. of it almost pun- punches through the amnesia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. Yep. Would like my Goliath lore, would I know anything about this far north? Yeah, give me a history check. I was a five. Five? You heard of Goliath's first coming from a cold place. Maybe this was it. Hey, this is okay, guys, because my ancestors came from here. Charity's going to poke the uh, dead elf with a toe. I'm beginning to think that he had the right idea with the letter. Speaking of the letter, I have an idea. I'm going to take the letter and look at it again. Clearly, this elf wanted to deliver this letter full of these strings of curses to Israk Devere, and he was unable to because of the weather. Slash, he was freezing to death and wrote this down because he blamed Israk Devere for his impending demise by freezing. My idea is this. We try to deliver the letter. Israk! Israk, can you hear us? Letter for you. Delivery. I know it's really freezing here, but neither snow, nor rain, nor gloom of night (laughs) stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. Yeah. Burbage just invented the postal service. (laughs) Every... I've decided that every Again. character of mine will do that. Silver Naran and Waterdeep invented it in his world, <laughs> and Furman's right. just invented it in this world. Jesus. Is there a response? Any change in the yeah, orbs? You give me a perception check. Perception. 
13. A 13. Um, you are quiet. The whooshing of the wind around you, the small sloshing of the waves against the ice, the kind of almost sort of metallic sound that the ice makes when it, there's a bit of stress on it, kind of a dong, 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 almost. And that's it. Nothing else. No change in the spheres. No voice on the wind. Nothing. Well, I'm out of ideas. I'm going to put the letter back in the dead elf's hand and sit back down. Okay. That's a good idea. Can I investigate one of the orbs a little more closely? Please, yeah. Are are they actually projecting light out in this circle? Uh, slightly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just very faint. So I am going to remain outside the bounds of that for now. Sure, okay. And kind of look at this. So you said it's kind of marbled and it's swirling... Um, and this is the red one. Yeah. Um, you, as, as you're getting to about there too, there's a bit of what looks to be almost mist sort of floating now in front of the sphere, like about five feet in front of you. It's small. It's no bigger than, you know, softball maybe. Um, and it's kind of, even in the wind, it's sort of, maintaining a slight bit of substance. And it's immobile against the wind? Right. You would think it's kind of almost gaseous, so you would think the wind would just disperse it, but it, it doesn't. Do I see something similar on this blue orb? Uh, you do not. Um, you do can, I and see then you can make you can make like a perception check or investigation or something. That was just like automatically something you noticed as you walked up to. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. okay. Um, well, and I actually, I, I might, I might have done say for the automatic sake. I walked over to the blue one and then actually maybe down to the yellow one. Sure. Sort of do a little circuit like that. Okay. Do I only see this mist orb here? Yes, you do. As you get to um, the yellow one, and you are kind of walking toward it, you, you, you almost can sense on the wind just a, just a tiny bit of that like heat smell, like you know when the heater sort of kicks on for the first time the in the year, like as it sort of burns up some of the dust in the vents, you kind of smell a little bit of that on the wind, and then it it that sort of dissipates. Um, but no other discernible difference in the yellow one. But it's and that seems like it came from the yellow orb. It, it happened as you approached it. At or least. but it happened so around. It might have been there, a coincidence, right? but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, as you kind of get close to the white one, you notice that the glow of this one brightens just slightly. Um, and as you step away, sort of dims back to its sort of five foot radius. And then I'll check the brown one as well. Uh, and at this one, you kind of feel a, as you approach, maybe a slight vibration in the, in the ground beneath you. Um, almost like a tiny tremor or earthquake. 
So going back to this one, which has the mist, can I yeah. investigate it more? Because again, and now that also that I've seen all five of these, do I feel like they're before I felt like they all did something similar, but they all had like a slight variation to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I get a little more insight as to one, what I think the thing they all do might be and two, what the variations might be? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, give me, give me like a perception check. Ugh. A four. It's it's hard. Yeah, you can. I rage you against the seven. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> a seven. Uh, yeah, it's it's your you you feel that it's a magic that might activate as you get close enough to it, but you're not exactly sure what is going to sort of happen from that activation. Um, and you're 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 not really. You can tell that there's a, a slight you know, a slight kind of effect that's happening, but you're not exactly sure what those effects are, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to come back over and be like, the orbs activate as I get closer to them. They they do something, and I'll describe, I, I didn't feel anything at blue, correct? Uh, oh yeah, as you approach the blue one, I'm sorry we didn't really do that one, I guess. Um, uh, as you approach kind of around here, um, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't really get a big like. Yeah, you didn't really get a big effect coming out of that uh, to a certain extent. Okay. I feel like that was a lot of qualifying words. Yeah, I'm sorry. You couldn't really tell a change in in the state of the world. Okay, and I'm gonna say that. So, like, I'm going to describe what happened at each of them. So at the yellow one, it seemed like there was the smell of almost something igniting or heat. Yeah, something smells hot. Yeah. Um, And almost like the smell of hot metal, right? Because you said it's that heater scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the scent of a fire. Right. Um, Definitely not a fire bonfire. Yeah. This one glowed brighter this one there's a mist a small orb of mist the brown one up there seemed to shake or tremor I don't know and I know this is a weird question Charity felt like what he was trying to do to see what might happen was perception yeah, you were really because st- because you're kind of you sort of get the magic of it. It's mm-hmm. now trying to figure out what the orbs themselves are doing, and so you're paying so, very close attention yeah, to them. So I might yeah. so, but but I would know enough that I could say, Burbage, perhaps you should take a look. I think it's, I think the secret to whatever these things are doing, or however they might help us or harm us, in all likelihood, is going to be found in carefully observing their effects all right okay um i'll be putting guidance on him as needed it's okay stormbringer do you want to uh put me back up on your shoulders i don't feel like wading through two feet of snow to each of these orbs yeah i can carry you around and i can help with my looking 
My good eyes in the dark. <laughs> All right, Charity, where do you want me to start? Start with let's start with the yellow one. All right. And I'd also warn you to stay like ten feet away from it because that's how far I had stayed. Mm-hmm. To the yellow orb, Stormbringer. Notice how I did not say yellow. Oh, I'm learning. I don't get it. Uh, I, some, often I say, like, Israq Devere Ho, or Land Ho. <laughs> Real quick, Stormbringer, as you stepped uh, here, um, across the, the fire from sort of where Burbage was sitting, uh, you feel kind of another big rock in the ground. A uh, rock or a dead body? I mean... Hey, y'all, there might be another um, <laughs> dead body here. Maybe we should take a pause and check that out. Maybe we're just standing on a field of dead bodies. Wouldn't that be epic? That would be great. <laughs> Kakari, you're on dead body duty. Stormbringer, you and me, yellow orb. Yeah, you can use my sword again, Hikari. Okay. Watch out for zombies. Especially spider zombies. <laughs> okay. That's you terrifying. Spider zombies. <laughs> idea. This is a reference to something in chat because we know what Andy fears. <laughs> oh, um, oh by right. the way, I'm sorry. I, I've I haven't been watching Twitch. Um, if anyone in chat in Twitch chat does guess the puzzle, maybe maybe don't say it to us. <laughs> maybe just kind of hold that little secret to yourself. Um, anyway, sorry. Not that not that I think you guys would spoil anything, but. Just in case. You can always uh, DM me on Twitter, though, if you want. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Say you can tell us. <laughs> you can tell us on Twitter. Make your guesses on Twitter. Um, all right, so Stormbringer, you have Burbage on your shoulder, and you guys are kind of walking up. Um, and then just briefly again, yeah, you kind of get a let, like that hot sort of whiff of kind of that heated metal smell almost. Is it heated metal or is it like like I think of it like ozone when the heater is it like a heater coming on or is it like metal being heated? Almost, it smells similar, but this is this is more of the hot smell of like uh, for Stormbringer uh, a pan uh, heating up uh, and then being brought okay. into a room very suddenly. Yeah. Okay. And so, and Burbage smells that too. Just a faint on the wind. It's really hard. Because it is pretty, uh... And Burbage, pretty... you have guidance for any perception checks you're making for this? Yeah, I mean... Sure, should be I go ahead and on you. see if I perceive more than just the faint smell? Yeah, give me a perception check. Fourteen. Um, with a d4. Sixteen. Sixteen, alright, with sixteen, Burbage... As you sort of approached, you could tell uh, in sort of the light of the fire and, and the light of, of the orb itself, the sort of marbled effect of the orb shifted just a little bit, almost very slowly like clouds in the sky as you approached it. The marble, like, appearance of the orb, like... Yes. Like clouds kind of shifted in the orb almost? Almost, yeah, yeah. And then as you've stopped here... Um, they don't seem to be moving at all. And it was still even just a very slight effect. You probably would have missed it if you hadn't rolled a 15 or better. Hmm. 
Alright, so there's a smell, a very faint smell, of heated metal, and there's a slight, ever so slight, visual shift in the orb itself. Almost like clouds moving on a cloudy day. Alright, Stormbringer. White orb. Ahoy. Ah, fuck. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Um, also, is there doing that, uh, yeah. body? Yeah, uh, as you're looking at the body, this is a, uh, woman who appears to be a magic user. Um, she has, uh, beautiful necklaces kind of draped, uh, all up and down one of her arms. Do they um, look valuable? They do look a little valuable, yeah. On one of her arms? One of her arms is just draped entirely in, like, necklaces. Not really like a bracelet, oh, yeah, okay. they, they are... They are big enough to go around your neck, and they hang down, um, but they're all sort of mashed together. Yeah, Do on her arm. Any of them look like anything that could be my necklace? Oh, you're yeah, you're scrambling through yeah. them. Uh, give me an investigation check as you're doing that. Okay. And Charity, yeah. So far, this body just looks kind of like a magic user who uses these as their focus. Hakari, you uh, yeah. do not see anything that matches your necklace. In Great. There. Yeah. Do they have anything else on them? Uh, this, no, this, uh, again, like a, a pack of traveling pack with nothing of much value. Uh, and Stormbringer and Burbage, as you approach this one, you see that uh, the, the orb itself kind of glows slightly. A little bit more as, as you approach. A 27. With the extra one to bail. Oh my gosh. On the wind, uh, Burbage, you hear almost kind of a, a ticking sound as you approach, like a tick, And then it stops as you stop. And again, the marbled structure just shifts a tiny bit. You're almost sure now that whatever the effect of this thing is is really going to only happen if you get closer to them. And what was the first thing? The first thing that was that the was there a, um, before the ticking sound? What was it? Uh, uh, just on the wind. Yeah, it's it's ev over the wind, which is really hard for most anyone to hear this. You hear that sort of ticking sound as if there's almost a clockwork mechanism to these. But was there, but was the there, magic? Was there something else before that? Uh, nope. What was it? Okay. Also, just to be, uh, just to check on one thing, Andy. Yeah. We started this episode where we, like, opened our eyes, right? Yes. Yeah, it was entirely bright and white light, which is now dimmed to, you realize you are now in complete darkness and night. Yeah, but I just meant, like, it wasn't like we were at a different point on the map or something. Oh, nope. Okay. Yep. Alright, so this one I could hear just barely perceptibly a ticking sound. Like a bomb? What's a bomb? It explodes with ticking. I guess there must be bombs in this world. <laughs> I guess, however, Stormbringer knows that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a bomb or like a clock? Huh. What's a clock? Okay, all right. <laughs> Charity, what did you say you 
perceived when you approached the other orbs. The red orb had a ball of mist hovering. The brown orb was tremors. And I couldn't really tell anything from the blue orb, which I might hazard a guess means it's cold. Hmm. Hmm. All right, maybe... Maybe we'll take a look at those two, just to double check. All right. Let's go to the red one, Stormbringer. Onwards! Oh, that's good. I should say that. Onwards. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you get here, again, uh, you can now, now that you're listening for it, you can hear the slight ticking. You see the marbled kind of effect uh, shifting as you get close to it. You see a little bit of a mist form in front of you. I hear the, I hear the ticking here also. Yes. But I didn't hear ticking at the yellow one. No. Now that you're listening for it specifically, you can hear. Okay. Um, dare well, I, I? You can also go back. Yeah. Dare I do another perception check here? It's, I mean, I don't know to what extent you're kind of layering in like my pre-existing perception rolls. A little bit, yeah. You could try again for something better or worse. I mean, if you'll let me, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Trying for something worse. You're you're really paying attention to the orb, but then again, you hear kind of a... From in the, the in, orb? In the distance. Oh. And that, that distracts you for a second. Yeah. Oh, my God. We gotta get out of here before we're by bellowing water bears. It's okay, I'll protect you. Alright. Okay, so you. now I'm just picturing actual water bears as D&D creatures. <laughs> oh, like the microorganism Atari. Yeah, I get you, yeah. Oh. As a D&D Because <laughs> that's terrifying. So the ball of mist that forms when I approach the red orb, Uh huh. where exactly does it form? Uh, kind kind of just in front of like Stormbringer's face, almost like about that tall. In front of Stormbringer's face, closer yeah. to Stormbringer's face than to the orb. No, no, no. It it forms uh, in this square, about five feet from you. Just like in it's the equidistant, air. sort of. Yeah, it's kind of between the two. Yeah, the sphere in her. All right, all right. Let's get this over with. Onwards to the brown one. Onwards. Yeah, here, uh, here, it's it's hard to hear the ticking over um, now the the sort of vibrating tremor of the ground, and even Charity. Now that you're back from it, once they kind of activate it, you can still kind of feel it in the in the the snow in the ground beneath you. And I was making, and I was just wanted to double check. Burbage is seeing all of the same effects that I had been. Right, like yes, the mist is there. The okay, that's a thirty. Uh -huh. Jesus, I'll just shut up and let you describe what you find that. Um, there is Burbage, the the swirling of this one, um, almost has sort of a grinning face to the marbling now. As Eey. as you've seen it 
uh, shift a little bit. You hear, you can hear the ticking now over the the sort of vibrating uh, and and uh, tremors in the ground. So, yeah, we can all feel the vibrating and tremors. Uh, you're not really paying attention. You're looking at this uh, charity because he sort of experienced it before. Okay. Feels it, um, but you're sort of focused on this woman's necklaces. And you're looking over them again, making sure doubling. Can I the, roll another? Uh, no, that was about yeah. as good as you got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very interesting. I'm kind of creeped out by what I perceive here, and I'll share it after we look at the blue orb. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, all right. Do we, uh, hold on. Do you get that close there, Burbage? No, no I go as close as Okay, okay, okay. Just, just double checking. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, about 10 feet from this thing. Um, give me a perception check. You're trying really hard. Um, you... With a 28 <laughs> and a 4, a 32. Expert perception, everybody. <laughs> you, you absolutely... Uh, see the the shape sort of forming, the slight curve, the smile, the eyes now forming. You can tell it's kind of a face. You can then see the, the almost elven-eared uh, striations on the side of this orb. Um, you would guess that this is an elven face. And as you approach it, you are very aware. You don't sense anything anything kind of different other than the cold and the wind around you at the moment. All right. So, to review everybody, the yellow orb gives off a smell of hot metal. The white orb gives off, well, a ticking sound that then I started to pick up pretty much everywhere. Did I hear the ticking sound at the blue one, Andy? Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. So the ticking sound seems to be pretty omnipresent in terms of this current orb situation. The red orb... So what, what, what was unique about the white orb? It glows slightly. It released light, right? Yes. Ah, it, that's what it, I was it, asking about. That, that's, that came before the ticking sound. Glow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the the glow that Charity experienced too as you approached, um, would just kind of got a little bit brighter. Okay, so the white, so the yellow orb smells of heated metal. The white orb gives off a a glow. The red orb gives off a ball of mist. Brown orb causes tremors, and the blue orb just sort of feels extra cold. And something I wrote that I can no longer read. Um, <laughs> additional piece of information. That is the most important part. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, what was it? Cold? No, I'm just kidding. There's, I don't know. <laughs> uh, just cold. Just oh, cold. you noticed just, the elven ears extra. That was the Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, about you would to, guess that this is an elven face. Yeah. Wait, that. does it even give off additional cold, or does it feel like no change at all? That's closer to what I said, yeah. No change at all. Yeah, you can't really, you don't really sense anything different in this orb other than the marbling and the elven right. ears, face, that sort of thing, and the ticking, but nothing right. different, really. 
No extra cold, just cold. And also, guys, I'm pretty sure I've been seeing a face in these last two orbs. Probably, if we went back to the others, we might see them there too if we're looking for it. Seems like an elven face. Elven-eared striations. A grinning face to it. Sort of a... Would it be an evil grin? Andy? Did it seem evil? Um, the last one did. The others just seemed grinning. This one seemed really mischievous. But that also may be because now you're more tuned to these, looking for what these things are. So, and, and can I assume that if Burbage did go back around and look for the face and the others, he would see it? Yes. But the blue one especially, the the grin seems especially well, malicious. The, yeah, it looks pretty much the same in every one of them. You just sort of recognized it first in the blue one. Oh, so it... So ultimately, it looks equally evil in all of them? Now that you're looking at them, yes. Okay. All right, so my guess is that that is Raktavir taunting us and getting amusement out of our situation. Do you think he can hear us? If he could hear us, he would have responded to my, to my delivery. Why would he have responded? I don't know. I guess I just believe the best about people oh wait that's not right i don't do not that garbage. i was what gonna... are you guys doing today <laughs> i was like <laughs> charity looks both surprised and actually really proud yeah no shake it off shake it off i'm slow to trust slow to trust that's the trait that i selected <laughs> at the beginning of this whole thing okay well, while they were doing all of this yeah could I be going around more and trying to find if there's any more bodies, just in case? Yeah, give me a, an, an investigation check as you're having to dig through kind of the snow. Okay. Investigation, you say? Yeah, you see Hikari kind of How about around. animal handling, athletics, <laughs> deception, or persuasion? I, I'd rather investigation. Uh. Come out, little bodies. That's the animal handling angle on it. Yeah, I was right. going with persuasion, but that also works. Oh, persuasion. Yeah. I'll roll it for you. Oh, you're it's good? Happening. I can't hear anyone. Oh. It says look. Yeah. Uh, oh, hold on. We can hear you. Darcy's internet on her computer shut off for a second. She's coming right back. I'll roll investigation for you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, cool. Fifteen. You oh. do actually find a different body. There's one here that's now just a skeleton. Okay, I'm back. I There's think. also one here that's uh, a human. So you found a couple there. Field of body. It's awesome. That one you said is just yeah. a skeleton? This one is a skeleton. Yep. Uh, and then this one's a human as well. So is there anything on the skeleton? Uh, you're looking through? Um, yeah, there's there's not a lot. There's some uh, ripped and torn armor. Okay. Um, this one has definitely been eaten. You can tell you uh, eaten? as Charity sees a whole, easily sees uh, 
like grooves in the bones. Uh, oh, like literally eaten. Yeah, okay. definitely. And then what about the other one? Uh, the other one is fairly well preserved as well. Um, the ice that's covering this one is in, is incredibly thick. Uh, okay. Almost as if he's been entombed in ice. Okay. The snow. Uh, Can I drag the body back to the fire so I don't freeze? You can't drive that one back. You could drag the skeleton well, back no. if you wanted. Um, I just meant, so I can't like investigate the other one. Can I use the sword? Yeah, you sword? can start to melt it. Yeah. Okay. If you want. Yeah. I guess the sword would keep me warm. Generally, yeah. Okay. So now what? Well, it seems like this is some kind of puzzle comparable to the directions that we had that we had to reverse. And a body farm. And a body farm, yes. Charity, what do you think? Clarity? <laughs> All right, no, really, Charity, what do you think? Thank you. So, <laughs> Andy, within that... Yeah. With what Burbage has reported, it seems like these are, like, clockwork that contains magic on some level? Or uh, yes. Yeah. Do I feel like with what I'm seeing, these produce magic or receive magic? Uh, interesting. Give me an arcana check. And kind of which which of the ones... <laughs> I'm going to inspiration that, thanks. Okay, okay. And kind of which it's, of the ones are you looking at, mostly? Inspirationing away a critical fail. Yeah, um, is, it's probably a pretty good inspiration. I'm probably going to be looking at the blue one because it seems okay. slightly different, at least. Okay. 23. 25. 25. Um, yeah, so what you're getting from this, um, you also sense something in the blue one um, that you see a, a little bit of a, almost a, a thread, like a tiny, tiny minuscule thread of like arcana energy, sort of spiraling down from the blue orb into the iron spike itself. Um, and then uh, kind of looking at the blue orb itself, it feels a little uh, to you, like it could it could be either expelling something or taking it in. If I go to one of the others, do I see that thread? Uh, yeah. So which one do you go to? Okay. Um, the one, yeah, the mist as the mist kind of forms. <laughs> you are looking very closely at it. You don't see that. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it may be that you can't see. It is still snowing really hard. You're a little bit away from the firelight. It, it is incredibly cold. However, you don't see that. And you know what you're looking for now, so. Yeah, but there's, there's a tiny conduit, a tiny thread of energy, magical energy, connecting this blue orb to the spike it's on. And I feel like this orb could either produce magic, produce an effect, or receive an effect. 
And I don't see that thread on any of the other orbs. A thread? Um, so should we give it an effect? Like, I could hit it with my glaive, because I haven't gotten to hit anything yet with my glaive today. Um, or the fire sword? No, wait. I'm sorry, real quick, Hakari, you also find a note on the body. Okay. Um, in a language you don't uh, understand. Do I recognize what language it is? No. Okay. So Hakari got through the ice to that body? Yes. Yes. And found a note because yeah, like Burbage would would be like yeah. T- so there are more bodies, presumably they were in the same situation as us, and maybe one of them got a bit further and might have a clue as to what the nature of this puzzle is. Anyone find any other notes? I found no? a note. All right. I found <laughs> oh, okay. A note. <laughs> I, was la- I was laughing at you for saying that. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, what? Yeah, let's let's take a look. Bring it here, Akari. Uh, cool. What languages do you speak? Anyone looking at the note? Common, Infernal, and Thieves' Camp. I speak Common, Giant, and Dorvish. Common and Halfling and Thieves' Camp. Charity, you recognize the construction of this? It is not, though... Um, anything like infernal, it is probably celestial, but you can't uh, read it. Akari, didn't you just recently use a comprehend languages spell to help us out of a situation much like this one? Um. Yep. Yes, but I don't have it prepared. Definitely not. Um, but you could tomorrow. Damn. Right, so we'll put a pin in that. Hmm. Charity's gonna stop. Four of the five orbs, when we went to them, experienced some kind of effect, and there was a ticking sound, and it seemed like it was releasing magic. One of them, we can't feel a change. Not even Burbage could see a change when he approached the orb. And that's the only one that seems to be connected to these iron spikes. Hmm. Uh-huh. The orbs can produce or receive magic. Is it possible that where this place is or what this place depicts is controlled by the orbs? Uh, I mean, anything's possible, right? So because the blue orb is the one that has a thread, a conduit, connected to the spike, that's why we're surrounded by ice. Maybe. If that orb was to produce cold, which it would make sense with the color, and it would make sense why it didn't produce an effect when we got close to it. So, like... Like, the brown one would produce an earthquake land, and the red one would produce a misty land, and the white one would produce the sun, and the yellow one would produce an oven? I'm not sure about the sun, but yes, maybe. 
I'm really strong. Do you want me to try to move the spikes? I'm not sure that's a good idea. I don't... I don't know. Wasn't there mist over the lava where we just were an hour ago? Or two hours or however long our short rest was. Was there? Uh, a bit of steam, yes. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Mist and steamer. Well, also, to be fair, if it's visible, it's mist or vapor. Yes. Yeah. Steam is an invisible gas. (laughs) This one felt a little different. It wasn't just rising. It was stationary, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's the only way I can think to describe the difference. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would happen if... I wonder if there's a change in the blue orb when the other orbs are approached. What if I stay here and keep an eye on this one, and the rest of you go and approach the others? One by one. Approach, like, as close as we were before, or closer? Uh, no closer... I think. Maintain the same distance. Maintain the same distance, but Charity, you go to the to the red one. Stormbringer, you go to the brown one. And Akari, you go approach the white one. But stagger it out. Okay. Just go one at a time, and I'm going to keep a very close eye on the blue one as you do that. Both seeing if there's a change in the, in the blue one generally... Also, Andy, if, if yeah. Charity would have pointed out the thread, the conduit, would Burbage yeah. see that? Or is that purely arcana um, You can give me an arcana check. Or do, if me, you're just looking at it, a perception check. Uh, b- before this experiment, I guess I would like to do an arcana check to see if I can sure. see or perceive or understand yeah, I mean, what charity felt, saw. Yeah, you felt very good about your perception on the blue orb already. So this might be something different. A 12. I'm going to do a d4 yeah. because I assume that that would okay. be 14. Yeah. 16. Oh, yes. Uh, 16. You feel in tune. You can kind of sense a little bit of the magical energy almost um, something that is akin to how Hakari and, and Charity manipulate the wonders of this world but you cannot tell if there is a thin line of arcana energy coming from this. I will I will take Charity's word on it um, and, and then if you'll let me I would like to use yeah. those roles the the perception roll from earlier and the and that arcana roll to see if there's a change in the blue orb yeah. as as each of these as each of them approaches one of the other orbs beautiful yeah all right so who's approaching what all right he's approaching the red one, the red one. so so and I'm going one by one like am yeah. I, and I'm looking I'm looking for a change in um, the visual, in the sound, and yeah. in the nature of this creepy fucking face. All right? I want to see yeah. if the face shifts, or changes, or gets, or, 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 or displays any kind of emotional change while this happens. Right. 
Yeah, um, Akari, as you approach the white one, and Charity, the red one, and Stormbringer, the yellow one, each in turn, you do not sense any difference. Though all of those effects still uh, exist to to each of those people that go to them. But Burbage, at the blue orb, you see no change. And no change in the face? No change in the face. All right. I'm going to I'm going to look at the face and I'm going to I'm going to say to it Hey Israk do you hear me Any response You're listening really closely on the wind Maybe a chuckle A chuckle maybe and maybe or is it maybe just the wind or is the, and the face, but the face doesn't change, doesn't show like it might have hurt no. me. Yeah, actually, give me a perception check. <laughs> nice. Yay. God damn it. That's a nat twenty. That's a nat twenty. Uh, a twenty nine. Uh, do you want to add a d four to that? I mean, sure, but a nat twenty. Come on. No, I mean, this is. Like, I'm doing really good with these d fours. It's a skill check. Yeah, it definitely matters. Uh, 33. Uh, <laughs> you you do hear a chuckle on the wind. Something kind of laughing. But it's not at all coming from the orb. It's not even coming from really near you. But somewhere to the northwest. It's definitely coming from this direction. Hmm. And it distracts you from the orb for just a second as you kind of almost can place, yeah, a, a direction and not not extremely far because you can definitely hear it, but yeah. All right. Uh, Burbage will say very loudly, Well, I guess that does it for us. Our experiment and our attempt at trying to solve this puzzle has failed. Family, let's gather and sit by the fire and await our inevitable imminent demise. And as we're gathering, hey guys, 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 guys. <laughs> I heard a chuckle on the wind coming from the northwest. In your mind, you're just going to go... You know you can talk to us in our minds. Yeah, that... that it's not as fun. It's not as, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to switch to that right now. That's my switching sound. And I'll talk uh, with my with my sigil um, from now on. I, I'm, I made up all that stuff about wanting to give up and die. I say maybe we should try to walk northwest find that chuckle uh as you say that you actually notice something weird hakari's looking at you like you're about to speak and then you just don't say anything what yeah oh shit it's not hakari you guys she doesn't seem to be able to hear you burbage oh so i basically i try to communicate with her with what i know charity gave her the sigil yeah and and, and I, I can tell that she doesn't hear me? Yes. Or that's what you're getting. She looks really confused right now. And she's starting to look at all of you, and 
now Hikari, you're freaking out because they're all looking at you like you should know something that you don't. And you do kind of now remember Hikari? Oh yeah, the family. I have it with sigil. me. You do have it with you. So I put it on? Okay. You oh, now no. put it on. She just wasn't wearing it. I don't fucking believe you. She was going to see very faintly around Charity's head a pair of halos forming. <laughs> I had my hand on Bright Fang and I was saying, Yeah. Kari, this is. You can have three chances. Chance number one, no response. Chance number two, no response. And then as she puts on the sigil, I'm going to say, Chance number three, and I'm about to pull out Bright Fang and kill her. Okay. She puts it on. This feels a little odd. She's been wearing it. Like the whole boat trip basically here. No. Most but of she the took it off. Took it off at one point. You definitely have taken it off, sure, because you didn't hear anyone and you now realize what's going on. You put it back yeah. on. Yeah. And now she heard me say, chance number three. Yeah. And then she's like, she answers back. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> It feels so much like Discord. <laughs> like technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, God. Why did you take off your sigil, Agari? I just forgot it. Very strange. Listen. Okay. There it is. Sweet. Insight rolls. It's an insight roll. Yeah. 14. Um, Charity, you think she's being a bit deceptive. She didn't forget to wear it. Okie doke. But that's kind of all you get. Is Hikari who we're going to fight? You don't <laughs> sense any maliciousness from this person. By the way, tonight's episode is called Dangerous Reunion. <laughs> so I rolled an 18 insight. Um, yeah. This coupled with my knowledge of Hikari and the sense that I got from her as, you know, Charity was, you know, Charity slapped me and talked sense into me back in the caves. And I yeah. looked past him and and Stormbringer and saw Hikari just be totally, like, relaxed about it. Yeah. What, can I, what do I glean from this moment? With an 18, you feel... And maybe, and maybe a D4. I used I mean, it. I had it on, yeah, Charity had it on him. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, 18. <laughs> it's 18. Yeah. Uh, Burbage, for the 18, you get that this feels actually a little familiar to like early on Hakari when she just sort of joined you guys and was very wary and seemed very aloof. And Charity's death had changed basically all of that. This feels a bit like a reversion to those early days. However, with an 18, you mostly chalk that up to, well, she's certainly been drinking again. Yeah. And, Very and, heavily. And so here's the thing. I, I, yeah. I'm curious about... So Burbage... I guess I don't want to get too much in the weeds, but Burbage was communicating to each of them one by one the about right. the chuckle, right? Yeah. Would Charity and Stormbringer have had a reason 
to have tried to message Cantrip to Hikari. Like, could there, could there, would, I mean, is there any degree to which Burbage is, has more knowledge of the creepiness that just went down than Charity and Stormbringer do? Because he's the one who was messaging in. Charity, they might have seen that Burbage was confused looking at Hikari. Charity but pretty standardly, though, one of the ways, like, because we've done this before when we're passing information, yeah. Charity pretty standardly receives the message cantrip and then passes it to one of the other family members so that we can communicate more quickly. Yeah, so he was probably doing that even with Stormbringer, as you were doing that maybe with Hikari. And... Okay. And once Charity realized the, the necklace thing, he became very latched on to this situation. Okay, so you, gotcha. you probably just kind of know just what I said with the insight. Charity, Charity, honestly, like this kind of, this, this fills me with a lot of anxiety <laughs> as a human. Charity, you might wonder if she just doesn't like the gift a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that might be that's one of the first sad. things. I know, that's so sad. That's the most tragic thing that's happened in the campaign. <laughs> And the most triggering for me because I have <laughs> some really bad experiences with gift giving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That might be one of the things you think of. I'll, I mean, I'll let you decide, of course. But well, Burbage's. I mean, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's weird. It's hard because Burbage thinks he like he would narrow his eyes at Hikari and ultimately be like, okay. That was just a matter of her. She wasn't wearing the sigil. Yeah, I mean, kind of long story short, you do feel she's probably troubled. You're not exactly sure by what. And drinking is certainly exacerbating the issue, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know how Charity and Stormbringer will react to this. I'm yeah. not sure Stormbringer would really know what was going on, except that people were upset and suspicious all of a sudden. Sure. Yeah. Alcohol, the solution and creation to all life's problems. <laughs> I, Homer Curry. <laughs> Homer Curry. No, sorry, Gully. No, yeah. none of none of them would see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Secrets, secrets, secrets. So now we need to kill Gully too. I mean, Charity, <laughs> obviously not Gully. No, no, no. It's just funny because, yeah. Andy, you went with maybe she didn't like the gift, but the problem yeah. is there's something that stood out that I kind of had to obviate a long time ago when she came back in that actually is more solid. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Just however, charity however, would go. 100% then. However you define that, my own anxiousness went to like the most horrible social situation I could think of. But you oh, do it actually, it, it includes that, but it's, it's a different yeah. thing for charity. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, guys, like I was saying, I heard a chuckle to the northwest. I think we should check it out. If that is, we're actually able to move outside of the circle formed by these orbs, which I should note, we haven't tried. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea, because Charity can just bring the bonfire out so we can stay warm and see things. Yeah. Charity is actually going to quickly hork a pebble like in the gap between the red and white ones. Or the red and brown one? No, the red and white. He's throwing it the other way. He looks like he's just trying to like throw a pebble into like the water. Oh, okay. 
Uh, yeah, or, you, you it or maybe off the edge. whichever. Which I'm sorry, there's sort of yeah. more of an ice shelf there. Maybe it's between the white and the yellow. Okay, yeah, between the the white and the yellow, um, you hork it off the edge, and it's really hard to hear over the wind and the sort of sloshing of the waves. But you hear kind of a a light sploosh on the other end. Just a light sploosh. A light sploosh. That's gonna be my next okay Cupid username. <laughs> we not. I had to make sure that Adam had that sufficiently teed up. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, let's do it. Quartermaster, uh, let's quarter up. I'm the quartermaster. Let's quarter up and and master <laughs> yeah. our circumstances. Yeah. Hey, can I be the captain now? Since we don't have the captain anymore. I think Charity's the captain, Stormbringer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you could be head of security? Okay. I think I'd be good at that. Cool. All right. Let's walk together in a choreographed fashion. <laughs> Sounds okay. good. Bringing the uh, bonfire with you, Charity? Well, we need to. I'll certainly move it closer. Yeah. Yeah, I can try. I'll take point. I'm taking point. Oh, yeah. Head of security, take point. Good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. I'm watching where everyone steps. So far, no no odd rocks. And Burbage is doing, is, is trying to hear for the source of that chuckle and see if he can yeah. see anything notable. Okay. As you go here... A couple things happen. Stormbringer, you also hear a bit of chuckling. And it seems to be coming from just below uh, on the ice shelf, uh, about 10 feet down. You think you also see a tiny glint of like a kind of orangish warm light bouncing off some of the waves, a little bit off the, the ice that's floating right next to it. Burbage you notice, uh, probably as Hikari does too, when Stormbringer steps here and then lifts her foot, there's a slight brilliant blue glow uh, from sort of this snow footprint that she uh, made. Luminescent? Like it, yeah, it's like a blue luminescence. Huh. Yeah. In the footprint? In the footprint in the snow, yeah. Interesting. Can I investigate it? Or does anyone else have better investigation than me? You might have. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't have proficiency. In I don't either. I okay. almost certainly have the best investigation in the party, but I don't know that I've noticed it. Yeah. Probably as you would get closer. Though sure, I probably then, would. Yeah. If no one else is changing their behavior, I would probably yeah. then step into that gap. No problem. Yeah. So as Stormringer kind of stops, you would probably kind of move up. You notice what Burbage and Hakari notice too. Um, if you kind of want to make an investigation, that's fine. Oh. That's, that's another crit miss. I don't have any inspiration. Does anybody else have inspiration that they could give charity? I do not. Nope. Nope. Hakari doesn't. But, I mean, normally, right, Andy, you let two people do checks. 
And if Burbage was the first one to see this, yeah. he might have this, joined the yeah, Pointing Charity. As, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah, as an investigation, you just notice Charity is having a hard time with the cold. He he kind of gets down into the snow a little bit to try to clear it away and then just kind of reaches his hands up. It, it, he can't even make a fist anymore. Um, almost. It, it's just so cold. He cause, So with that fumble, he's just like physically kind of unable to do the investigation. Um, yeah. So if you, yeah, kind of want to start clearing some snow away, yeah, give me an investigation roll. Here, let me try, Charity. Why don't you warm up by the bonfire? <laughs> You've been letting us hog it this whole time. <laughs> you need to take care of yourself first. Tiefling tickle. I probably would have passed guidance on to him if he said I will take sure. this. No problem, yeah. That's 12 investigation. Very good. Uh, it is not hard. You realize what this pretty much is quickly. Um, you clear away a decent amount of snow to reveal this luminescence underneath that is writing in common glowing script <clears throat> that just reads, You don't know me that well, do you? Let's test your riddles against mine. Sorry about your luck. Oh, great. And Stormbringer probably relays to you that she also hears a bit of giggling. There's or a not, not giggling. It's it's pretty hearty laughter. There's some some happy laughing too, you guys. Uh, oh no, this is weird. I think we should just go back to that place we were in and hang out there. That'd be nice. There's bodies for us to eat. Stormbringer, um, <laughs> you're you're you were leading this. Did you see anything else? As yeah, we, I heard know. laughing, and but don't do anything stupid when I say this, because remember, I'm head of security. But mm -hmm. there seems like I maybe saw um, a figure... Wait, let me look at my notes. <laughs> um, no, not a figure. I just saw about ten feet down on that ice shelf there a tiny glint of orange light bouncing off the waves, and there was a chuckle just below us on the ice shelf. But that seems like a trick or a trap or something. You don't know me that well, do you? Let's test your riddles against mine. Sorry about your luck. <sighs> Is this a message from Israk Devere to us? Is he watching us? Did he just somehow put this writing here? Or it's oh. always been here and it's a message for everybody who comes here. Yeah. Or is somebody else wrote it to Israk? Let's test your riddles against mine. That means that there are other riddles, or could be other riddles, in addition to Israk's. All right. Israk! What's black and white and red all over? A fucking penguin! <laughs> who got bloodied by a Polar bear. I was gonna say like a bruised body, but that was a good Stormbringer, guess. somebody said that. We should be investigating. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Where did the voice come from? <laughs> it came from kind of where you heard the laughter, just on the sort of ice shelf. Um, this seems like the ice shelf, right? You guys, the ice shelf is talking to us. 
Yes. I mean, you can't really see it that well uh, unless you get closer, sort of look over the edge. That sounds like something that DM wants me to do. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you do you. That's a pretty good answer to the riddle, but not the one I was looking for. I'm gonna go. You wanna go? I'm gonna go look over the edge. All right, Hikari. Hikari, I'm head of security. Get back here. <laughs> Get back here. Hikari, you see a tent down below. Okay. A firelight within the tent. Okay. Uh, and a hooded figure that just steps out of it. Do they see me? Because I'm trying to be like, I'm not just like. Um, they are definitely looking up this way. Uh, you are backlit pretty well by a bonfire. The bonfire is um, far away. So it does appear that they see you. Can I be like crawl up to? Oh no, I'm a tiefling. I can't be in the snow. Um, I'm gonna run back and be like, guys, there's someone down there. Um, I think they might have seen me. I mean, they heard us first. He clearly responded to my riddle. Who's there? Are you friend or foe? That depends. Who's over there? Friends? <laughs> we're... We're friends. We're, yeah, we're the family. And we're friends. Fuck me. Uh, and you see the figure kind of scrambling up uh, the kind of ten-foot ice. Um, I take out my sword and shield. Sheath. Uh, he, he's he's seemingly has already cut some footholds into the ice, uh, so he climbs it up pretty easily. Um, and he is, is kind of walking this? toward you. I'll fucking die if it's Mithas. The... Uh, the figure kind of looks from underneath his his hood at all of you, uh, removes the hood, uh, and you see the bright shining face of Arben. <gasps> wow, we haven't seen him in like you know like two years in real lifetime. We haven't played him for yeah. two years, but like we haven't seen him since Fidero. The only reason I remember is because Burbage thought he was cute. Otherwise, I wouldn't even know who he was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I knew it, the fucking family. Charity? Little guy? Burbage, I believe? Uh, can't remember the big one? Storm Shaker? Wow, you're kind of, that's kind of rude. I'm very memorable. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's me, Arbin. Yeah, well, especially the because he's hitting on her. Yeah, he's the one. He insisted on calling her Fifi. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I I hit on lots of people. <laughs> we, uh, what the fuck you doing here, man? Oh, uh, what are you doing here? You first. And and it's sort of a knowing, like something in his brain sort of clicks, and he goes, "Oh, I think we're here for the same reason." Fox, there's probably only fucking one reason anyone would come here. We just thought we needed some snow, snowy solitude. Why did you come here? I don't believe you. I think we can just cut the pretense here and... I mean, we're here for Israq Devere. Yeah. No, I've never heard that name before in my life. That's a, okay. That's a lie. <laughs> You're not I, even going to have me make a deception. <laughs> there's... Listen, I've been here for a little bit. There's only one way onto this fucking piece of ice 
and that's to touch the bag in the cave. You didn't just I don't know swim here. That's ridiculous. All right, okay. We boated. Okay, let's let's cut the pretense for sure. He shouts back down at the tent. Oi, there's there's some people up here. Yeah, you have to meet friends of mine. Oh god, there's more. Of them. And he looks back real quick. We we are friends, yeah. You're not going to kill me. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, just making sure. No, we might have some questions. Uh, we might have a lot of questions uh, actually, but yes, not kill. No, not kill. Do I? As do I. Good. So, and my friend as well. So, do you want to participate in some light bondage? Nope. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. Cool, Just, cool. We can do that we, a little bit. Okay. That's, That's not a hard no. Uh... <laughs> Guys, I just can can I just say I just have one question before we proceed, and yeah. it's this: for you, Arben, and for okay. you guys, guys, where are we? And that is a reference <laughs> to Lost, as well as my imposed. Um, just can we take a break, like a pee break? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like this seems like maybe yeah. a good time to break a podcast episode. Really good time, really good time. Though I do also feel like Charity is going to sort of lean down to Burbage. Good news, we might be making progress on your side quest with the family. <laughs> nice. Yes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and take a break, get something to drink, stretch, go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Thanks so much, everyone, for hanging with us. What what riddles these are. Dangerous reunions. We'll be back in just a minute, everybody. Burbage is getting laid. It's light bondage. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Adam. Yeah, well done. You found Arben. I'm trying to refresh Monty and Tibby Taboo's memory in Twitch chat of who Arben is. I wrote, Arben, I think, was first in either episode three or four, and then again, at the end of episode eight, Dibs isn't a thing. He and Charity helped the man who was maimed in the streets of Federo. Yeah. And he said to us, we have something like, we have to have words at some point. Right? Yes, that is correct. And we, do, we also know he has something to do with a stranger, right? Yes. Uh, he was also of one of the voices that you heard when you went down into the chest. Right. It might make it might make sense to on stream and for the podcast um, review some of this. Just yeah. let us yeah, remind us of what, like what we remind remember. us of yeah. what we know and and that'll help yeah. them too. Sweet. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com or follow us on Twitter at HelpfulGoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are HelpfulGoat or on YouTube at HelpfulGoatGaming. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.